Good morning, girls and boys. I am a mind reader. I can see into your minds and into your homes because I know what you were doing on Sunday morning at around 10 a.m. I know. And I even know what you were saying. If my psychic abilities are working, I'd say that you were looking out of the window and crying, Snow! Mummy, it's snow! For suddenly, for a few glorious hours, we had thick downfall of snow. Um, and possibly you received a message from a friend on your phone to say it's snowing. And you sent a text back and you said it's snowing here too. And for those of you who were lucky enough to have dogs, you took them outside, you went to the park, you took photos of your dogs in the snow and you posted them to Instagram or Snapchat or whatever social media you and your family use. Um, and these images of snow, of our pets in the snow, they make us feel good to be alive because this is what snow does. Um, snow sets off a chain of um, conditioned responses, associations with holiday, Christmas, presents, good food, um, just playtime. And whether that be with a toboggan or just playing in the snow um, doesn't, doesn't really matter. One of my favourite memories from being at uh, HCH is how on a snow day, your teachers, who are generally models of decorum and good sense, suddenly become children again and everyone, teachers included, are outside throwing snowballs and sliding down the um, undulating grounds on tea trays. Um, is that risk assessed? Well, I, I hope so. But snow is important and significant because it's a potent memory former. And if you don't believe me, just take a moment and see what memories you have personal to you of snow when you look back at your life. Maybe you have vivid memories of just being alone in the garden with snow or maybe out with your family. These emotionally charged memories of snow in our childhoods will stay, well they stay with us throughout our entire lives. One powerful memory I have of snow is actually from school, from prep school. And I was nine or ten years old at the time and our English teacher made us all stand up and, and this particular English teacher didn't believe in, in creative writing as such. He didn't just want us to make things up. He wanted us to write from experience. And that was his catchphrase. Write from experience, boys. Well, this was English teaching 1970s style. It was snowing outside and the classroom was chilly and it was a lot colder outside. Everyone, he said, take off your clothes. And we all stood there, naked but for our underpants. And our English teacher then took us outside into the playing fields and he said, boys, lie down in the snow. And we lie down in the snow and he took out a watch. And after, I don't know, five, ten minutes, he brought us back into the classroom. Now boys, take your pen, he said, and write what it feels like, write down what it feels like to be cold, write from your own experience. Oh, well, girls and boys, they were the 1970s. But the funny thing is, looking back, it was a happy memory. And children, of course, love snow. Snowballs, snowmen, um, catching snow in your hand, in your mouth, even. These are 
the timeless rituals of winter. Perhaps for adults, though, snow can increase isolation. Though, ironically, perhaps not now, as in lockdown we are already in our bubbles. But in normal times, travel plans tend to be disrupted by snow. Um, and certainly trains seem to stop in the UK whenever there's a bit of snow. It doesn't happen in Canada or Russia or Scandinavia or other places where there's snow. But in the UK, it seems that our trains stop. Um, famously, back in the 1990s, the British Rail Director of Operations was interviewed on, on Radio 4 on, on the Morning Today programme. And he explained, well, we can't run any trains because it's the wrong kind of snow. <laughs> and here again, snow brings delight. Uh, and the memory of that famous interview uh, still brings us joy. Um, and that phrase, the wrong kind of snow, has passed into British collective consciousness. And now, Tuesday morning, the snow is already melting and in some places it has disappeared entirely. But let's keep our memories of Sunday alive, and especially how we felt when it began to snow. For making memories is life itself. Making memories means putting on your woolly socks, your boots, your scarves, getting out into the park, into the garden, and perhaps most important of all, spending time with people you love. Memories are precious. And I put it to you that memories are the most important things that we have. Memories preserve us. They give us our identity. They nourish us. And indeed, our memories are us. Our memories are who we are. Enjoy your day, everybody, and I'll see you tomorrow.